but you. Cinema Slayers. Hey, Cinema fans, and welcome to this very special, very quick little bonus episode we're going to do real quick. And this is just kind of piggybacking off uh, something we've talked about a couple of times with the whole streaming services thing. A lot has changed over like the last week, and especially since we did our second streaming episode, uh, in regards of kind of the the big fallout that's happening currently with Netflix. So a short recap about a week ago uh, or last week, as of this recording, uh, Netflix did their first quarter earnings of 2022. And they announced for the first time in a decade that they had lost subscribers as a net whole sitting at 200,000 lost subscribers. And then since then about 42 ish percent of their stock value has dropped 47 from the beginning of the month or from about a month ago till now it's dropped about 47 and a half percent total. And they are now talking about serious changes and all this other stuff. And a lot of big, big problems might be on the horizon for them mainly because like I said, they lost 200,000 subscribers. Now to put that into realistic context and everything like that, they actually technically gained 500,000 subscribers in the first quarter. But they also stopped all accounts in Russia due to the Russian-Ukraine invasion. So that was about 700,000 subscribers they lost just because of that. So they actually gained 500,000 subscribers, but that's why it's a net loss of 200,000 was because of that. But the problem with it is, and why investors are pulling out and all this other stuff while they're making a lot of changes, is they had actually assumed they were going to get their projections were that they were going to gain 2.5 million subscribers. So they projected 2.5 million ended up losing 200,000. So even if you take out the Russian thing and all this other stuff, they were kind of off by about 2 million subscribers that they thought they were going to get and didn't get. So projection wise, that looks bad. And now they're actually projecting that they'll lose an additional 2 million subscribers in the second quarter of this year. So in the midst of them raising prices and all this other stuff, kind of a lot have changed. And we're just going to talk about that stuff a little bit. Uh, First and foremost, guys, one of the things that they have said that they wanted to do to kind of add money back into the pie and everything like that. And one of the reasons why they blamed their less performance or their lower performance and all this other stuff is they blamed password sharing, something that they said was just a normal part of business about two or three years ago, and that there was no point in trying to fight it because it doesn't even hurt them. Now they're blaming password shares and now wanting to maybe possibly come up with systems to charge more to people that share uh, passwords. Uh, what are your kind of thoughts on some of that stuff? Well, for me, um Man, this is pretty surprising. I knew that um, I had I had seen some reports b- before this newest report that they were having a decline in shares and stock and things like that. But man, forty something percent is a scary number. I mean, you just think about that, and you're like, man, that's almost fifty. I mean, that's almost half. Like, that's not good. So. 
as a consumer and somebody who does have a Netflix subscription, it just, it, it's almost like you can see the writing on the wall with some things. You, you feel like they're going to have to raise prices. You feel like that they're going to try to incorporate some sort of security measures. And if charging people who have, um, who do sharing account sharing and different things like that, man, that's pretty crazy. And you, you just feel like the measures that they're going to take, you wonder if it's just going to lead to them losing more subscribers, you know, that that would be, that was sort of the immediate knee jerk reaction I have. Well, if you charge people more for this, if you bring ads into it and you add, you know, if you make your service harder to enjoy, you know, because some of the perks of Netflix is that it didn't have some of these things. And then you add those things to it. It's hard to imagine a scenario where you get more subscribers after that. And in some ways, we're kind of scared that you might lose the ones you have. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think that, um, I mean, Netflix was the original basically of streaming service. Right. But I feel like since then they haven't really done anything to change much for it. Like they don't, they didn't change, you know, any really like how the, the look of it is. They don't really change like the whole, you know, after three episodes, they still ask if you're watching, like they don't, and all they've really done is like increase their price, but haven't really improved necessarily their streaming platform in a way. You know what I mean? So I feel like it, it sucks because the fact that it was the original in a sense was like, it's, that's kind of cool. And it would be really sad to see that go at some point if this is going to be a trending thing happening. But, um, other streaming services since then have done it better. And you know what I mean? So it's like, if we lose Netflix or whatever, like how much of a loss is it really? You know what I mean? But at the same time, you don't want to lose that. And I don't know. I just feel like it's, it is a little surprising, like hearing the reasons why and everything. I'm like, okay, it makes sense. But it's still, it's just surprising to hear just because I feel like everybody talks about Netflix it's such a huge part of like the culture these days. Um, as far as like the password sharing goes, I feel like if that was going to be something that caused a decline, it would have happened before now because of how, how much of that was already kind of going on, to be honest, you know, and then who knows, like maybe, and I've actually known a few people who were like, yeah, I was uh, doing like a password share with somebody else, but then I enjoyed it so much. I just ended up getting my own. So it's not always the case where they're losing people because of stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because in either case, they're being exposed to the material of Netflix. And in some cases, they've wanted to get their own, you know, subscription because of it. So it's kind of like blaming that or whatever. I don't think that that's valid. Um, Sure. It may be a little bit. It, might be a factor, but overall, I just feel like, especially because of that, that's pretty much been happening since Netflix was a thing. It would have happened before now, if that was the real reason behind it, you know? 
So I don't know. I don't, I don't think that that's really the biggest reason for it. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just think that there's other factors causing it. And, and maybe it's also just Netflix not really being up to par anymore, unfortunately. No offense. I mean, I like Netflix. I'm just saying, again, other streaming services have come along that are a little bit more convenient or user-friendly or enjoyable sometimes. See, I think the biggest problem with this, with them and that's this stuff is they're, they're not really looking into what people are no longer watching. You know, I don't think they, they look at accounts like mine, which I may or may not have some people that know my password. I honestly don't even know anymore. Um, but if they like look at my main Netflix account and my profile and my Netflix and stuff like that, I think they would wonder why I used to watch a ton of shit. And now I don't. I watch maybe something on Netflix once every two months. You know, I mean, maybe they don't care because I'm spending the money, which fair, whatever. But like, they're not looking at my viewing habits or something like that to where they're not realizing that the things I used to watch on there, it's gone. You know, I don't there. It's on other things. There's not as much shit I want to watch on there. Plus a lot of their original series, they'll come out and they'll be on there for one or two seasons and then they're gone. And you know, with, with us wanting, like I want like six, seven seasons to binge something. You know what I mean? You know, especially if it's something older or something that's not new or anything like that. Like I want, I want some seasons. Like, you know what I mean? I want to get, I want to get into something. It's real hard to get invested in something that you know is only two seasons, you know? And then then also on top of that, it's hard to get into it when you know probably it will only be two seasons. Like say you start watching something on Netflix. You're you're just because of the way they've been doing shit. You're like, man, this is going to get two seasons. I hope I don't get too invested because it's just going to fucking go away. You know? And you know, stuff like that. I, you know, whenever it gets to password sharing and stuff like that, it's kind of funny that, you know, apparently now it's only affecting Netflix, you know, Disney plus Disney's not sitting there complaining about fucking password sharing. Hulu's not complaining about it. HBO's not complaining about it. HBO had this problem back with HBO go whenever it came to fucking game of Thrones, you know, they had this issue back then. And they more or less kind of said the same thing that Netflix did a few years ago. It's kind of the nature of the business with some of this stuff. But by allowing people to do that, we know the people that are going to pay will. You know, and if you start charging more for some of this stuff, the people that were paying, they're not going to want to pay it. You know, like I said, I don't even remember who all has my Netflix password. But I already paid twenty bucks a month for it because I've got the 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 four K version with unlimited like with four screens and shit, you know. So I already have to pay extra for HD content, which other streaming services don't make me do. They just include that in the price, and so I've got to pay extra for that. I've got to pay extra for these other things, and then you're gonna tell me if I forgot that, like you know, my fucking, I don't know. 
sister has my password or something back in Texas, that you're, you're going to charge me an extra five bucks. I don't even watch it. So the fact that you're making, you know, I'm paying 20 bucks and not really watching it. So you're still getting technically the same amount of usage out of it as if I was a diehard Netflix watcher. You know, like, I guess they would much rather me not use it and just pay the money because it helps in their bandwidth. But I'm like, you're still getting the same amount of usage. So what's it matter? You know, you would, you would, it seems like you would much rather want that than me going, fuck this noise and getting rid of my account. That's, you know, you're making infinitely more money on me now than you would if I do that, which I'm kind of feeling like I might. Like Netflix is cutting their animation shit that all the in-house stuff. And they said they're going to a more like algorithm based show selection. So what they said they're going to start doing essentially is they're going to start giving us more shows and more movies that are based around the algorithms that say, this is what people watch, which is fine and dandy and all. But the thing is, is I don't think they realize that that might end up kind of making it more stagnant when you've got, you're going to end up getting less variety with stuff. You know, they were going to have an animated series based on the comic bones. They're getting rid of that. But you know what they're going to push more of? Shit like the Boss Baby TV show. Which, I don't know, maybe I'm out of touch because it's not like I watch those fucking <laughs> movies. But apparently, those animated shows do great. So they're like, well, we're going to do more stuff on that. So does that mean they're just going to do more animated shows based on animated movies? And that's it? You know, is that the type of animation they're going to go to? Or that like... And then they're looking at their TV series and stuff like that. And they're going to keep, they're going to start, you know, not even investing in shows and TVs and in movies and stuff that like if a type of it didn't perform well in the service, you know, they're going to base it all on algorithms and stuff like that. Like, you know, like they do the show, the Witcher. I think it's a great show. I think Henry Cavill's fantastic in it. You know what I'm not going to watch? Some fucking Witcher ripoff that they make just because the algorithm says so. Why? One reason's why is because that show ain't going to have fucking Henry Cavill. <laughs> you know, like Henry Cavill's a big part of why I gave this that that show a chance. I gave it a chance because I'm like I like Henry Cavill. Let me see what he's doing. You know, and I liked it. I'm not going to like some fucking B-list guy doing the same shit in a different show. That's just kind of a rip off of this shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, as much as I love Dwayne the Rock Johnson, as much as I love Ryan Reynolds, as much as I feel like I'm starting to just tolerate Gal Gadot, I don't think I would ever watch another fucking, what was that movie? The Red Notice or whatever? Yeah. Fuck, that was the most basic ass movie movie ever made if you ever want the definition of a 50% movie go watch Red Notice it is the most paint by numbers draw within the lines just normal color palette make sure this tastes like dino chicken nuggets movie ever (laughs) 
Like that, that they somehow took the charisma out of Dwayne, the rock Johnson and Ryan Reynolds. They sucked them dry. Like it just, they blandified them. Right. I mean, all right, let's take the rock, right? Let's say the rock is like a good ass fucking apple pie. Let's just think of the most iconic American apple pie, right? This was like apple pie flavored applesauce. Like it technically has apple pie flavoring. It's got apples. But it's not the same. It's like weirdly Red Notice made Ryan Reynolds kind of unfuckable. Like Ryan Reynolds is a very fuckable guy. You kind of don't want to fuck him in that movie. <laughs> like they just like they took all his charm and wit and just watered it the fuck down. And I'm not gonna lie, Gal Gadot kind of gave a Gal Gadot performance because I'm starting to really think she's not that good. Like, I, I mean, I kind of liked Gal Gadot, and then I saw Wonder Woman 1984, and then I saw Red Notice. And then I saw Death on the Nile. And I'm like, were we just fucking tricked into thinking she was good? <laughs> and I'm not I'm not trying to say she's bad. She is not bad. She's just kind of the definition of an actress. Like she is an actress. That's it. Like we we recently recorded some stuff about Nick Cage and Keanu Reeves and how they're good, maybe not great, but they're good. And that's why they get all this stuff. And I'm like, she doesn't even get an adjective. She's not a great actress, not a good actress, not a bad actress, just an actress. And, but, but that's the number one movie on Netflix. And I'm kind of thinking that that's very indicative of Netflix, that their number one movie ever is just bland, basic ass bullshit. <laughs> Like, I was kind of, I mean, why wouldn't you be excited about a movie? You've got Ryan Reynolds, you've got Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and you've got Gal Gadot. You're like, man, this should be a great movie. Right. I should be having problems figuring out which one of the three I want to fuck the most, because they're all fantastic. And you don't want to fuck any of them, because it's so bland. I mean, when you guys were younger, did you ever eat just like a piece of paper or at least put a piece of paper in your mouth? (laughs) Yes. Yes. It tasted like paper. (laughs) Like, that's what it tastes like. It just tastes like a sheet of like A4 printer paper. Not even semi-gloss, none of that. No, those fancy flavoring additives like gloss or any of that shit. Nope, just basic ass general white printer paper. <laughs> and that's their number one movie ever. Yeah, and I and I don't doubt it. And that's the that's what they're going to be adding. And then they want to add ads. And give you lower cost options if you want to watch ads. 
No, that's the only reason why I was fine paying 20 bucks. Actually, I've never been fine paying 20, but I've only been up to $20 for a couple of months now. But like, I'm willing to pay 15, 16 bucks for no ads for that shit. Cause it's fantastic. Just watching shit. It's fantastic. But like, I don't think that that's going to solve their problem. I don't think a lot of people are going to go, you know what? I'm still going to pay, you know, instead of paying $15 a month, I'm going to pay fucking 13 and watch a ton of ads. That's going to be fantastic. They're not going to be able to discount it enough. Mm -hmm. Because unlike most shows, like they're on most streaming services, they're still kind of built around the same idea of normal ad breaks in a TV show. So if you pay for the, or if you get the ad supported versions of those, they still fit in those normalized ad breaks. You know, Netflix doesn't always have that on their own content. Like they do on the shows yeah. that they have that are like syndicated TV shows or whatever, but they don't on their new shit. They don't have generalized ad points. So it's going to be a mess of a system. I think it's going to annoy people and make people want to leave more. I think that this is kind of very indicative of things we've talked about with other movie studios and things like that. They know they have a problem. I don't think they know what their problem is, though. Like, yeah, Yeah. they're losing money and they're losing subscribers. But I feel like they're going to blame everything. But they're kind of dumb, shitty decisions. Yeah, it's like misplaced blame, for sure. Yeah. And it may just also be kind of an example of, it's just that, you know, Netflix was the original like streaming, you know, that this was kind of where it's the father of all of these streaming services and things like that. It's, it's, you know, it's, it was the original way to stream your movies and stuff like that. And it's like, it's, it it almost feels like when you see the executives come out and make all those excuses it's almost like time just sort of caught up with it or passed it by. It's almost like that person who's out of touch and doesn't realize that the world around them changed, but they still kind of want things to be the same, or they still think that doing the same things is going to be okay. And, you know, somebody was talking to me about this and they were talking about wrestling, but I think it applies here. You know, you either evolve, you you re, you re, you reinvent yourself, you evolve, you find a way to connect with your audience, or you cease to be a relevant wrestler. You know, and I think that some of those concepts apply here. Like, I feel like they're losing their audience because of an inability to adapt. Like, and. They're and not only are they losing their audience, but they're losing content. Like, like I love Netflix, but when I think about what I watch on it, a lot of it is just their original content shows. Some of those shows and the crime documentary stuff. You know, as as a matter of fact, the crime stuff 
is what I watch the most. And I know that you were saying, Sterling, when we had an early, I don't know if you mentioned it yet on here, but in an earlier conversation, you said that they might be getting rid of that stuff too. Like they may be cutting the crime documentaries and stuff like that. And that makes me really sad because that was kind of one of the reasons why I like Netflix. But before that, you know, I used to watch The Office all the time on it. Well, Peacock has that now, you know, and like the Marvel movies used to be on there a little bit. Well, Disney Plus has all those now. So it's like even some of those go to things that that I used to love about it. You know, all the little Marvel series with Jessica Jones and all of that stuff, the Daredevil and all of that stuff. Well, Disney is starting to get those, too. So it's like some of those things you used to go to it for, they lost those things. And really nothing replaced those things. Um, I know you made an earlier point, Sterling, that when we were just talking before we started broadcasting that, like, they also, also other services can do other things. They're kind of multifaceted and Netflix is kind of just the streaming service. And again, that feels like just an inability to kind of evolve your service or enhance it with the change in times. And the consumer's just different. Back then when you were, when you were quote unquote the shit, and everybody wanted you, it was kind of easy. Like you were the go-to service. Now, maybe not so much anymore. And what changes are you going to make? How are you going to improve your product? And I'm not hearing that. I'm hearing charge people more. I'm hearing have ads. (laughs) You know, I'm hearing a lot of things that don't say we're evolving our service for today's consumer. And even then with all that, it doesn't even sound like they're streamlining it really either. You know, like, yeah, I mean, because, yeah, they used to have a lot of deals in place with stuff, you know, like Marvel movies would go to Netflix. They had a deal with Disney to where the first streaming service they would go to would be a Netflix. They had a deal in place with the CW channel where within one week of a season ending on the CW full season would be up on Netflix. They don't have that anymore. Why? CW is a part of WB, which is HBO. So the shit goes to HBO now. You know? And they don't care. Like, it's like you said, they're not trying to add anything again. Like, what if they tried to replace with The Office? You know? What if they tried to replace, like Supernatural used to be on there. It might still be on there, but it was 15 seasons a show. But I think it's gone now. What are they replacing that with? What are they replacing some of this old content that they had that was just season upon season of content? What are they replacing that with? A bunch of different shows that are getting two, three seasons. You know? And 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 they don't realize... Like they're allowing sometimes too much time to pass between some of the stuff. You know, HBO can do that because HBO with their series has kind of always been prestige television. You know, so if an HBO series wants to take two years off or three years off to develop a new season and all this other stuff, 
you kind of know from the get-go. They don't typically hide that. They tell you, like, hey, season two of this ended, it's going to be two years before the next. You know, they, they, they come strong with that type of stuff. Plus, HBO has that library of stuff, too. Like, hey, while you're waiting on the next season of, you know, Euphoria, watch The Sopranos. Only one of the greatest fucking television series of all time. Right. Watch The Wire. One of the greatest television series of all time. Watch Oz. One of the most groundbreaking TV series of all time. Hey, you might not like how Game of Thrones ended, but fuck it. You can still watch seven seasons before you start hating it again. Right. You know, mm-hmm. what is Netflix giving you outside of that? You know, like the show Barry. Barry... I think it's been like two or three years since last season two aired. Season three just started. Everybody's like, fuck yeah, Barry's back. Cool. But like HBO didn't skip a beat because they just had other content and their access to their old library. Whereas Netflix is losing shit and not replacing it. And what they're replacing it with is nowhere near the same quality or bingeability or watchability or anything. You know? And two, I think... Netflix got so comfortable just throwing money at shit. They were they were the company that would save a TV series if it was you know got canceled by someone else. Maybe Netflix would save it. They got used to being that. They got used to also being the like, hey, we'll throw money at anything and we'll make all this shit. They tried so hard to be the first streaming service to win an Academy Award. Got beat by Apple real quick. Apple Plus has been around for what? One, two years? Yeah. Maybe three? Beat them to the punch. How long has Netflix been in the game trying to do that? Like they started seriously hard, what, four years ago with Roma? And they've just been throwing money at shit trying to be that again. They've gotten some nominations, yeah. Apple Plus, first time one of their things nominated. Bam, wins it. You know, that don't really mean shit to me, but that means a lot to Netflix because that's what they've been trying to do. That's why they got Don't Look Up. That's why they got Power of the Dog. That's why they put money in Roma. You know what I mean? That's why they did all this shit. And then they got beat real quick. Because honestly, Apple Plus, well, they're not always the best at everything. They're trying to be more HBO than they're trying to be Netflix. They would rather give you less shows of a higher quality than more shows of lesser quality. You know? And I think that that's, and I think honestly, that's Netflix's problem. They had zero quality control for so long. They kind of just had the model of, we'll throw everything at the wall. And if four things stick, cool, we'll keep going with that. Not realizing that to get four things to stick, they threw 105. You know? Like, how many... Like, while HBO does have a lot of shows and stuff like that throughout their history, very few of them are actually just one or two seasons. A lot of their shows go for longer. Because they, they, they stick to their guns in a lot of cases. They, they care about quality. You know, and they they give their people time with a lot of that shit. You know, and they've had, I mean, they've had some flops. Don't get me wrong. HBO's had some bad shows. Everyone has. 
you can't always predict what will connect with viewers and what won't. But that's also the yeah. thing is, like I said, HBO kind of focuses more on that. You know, you don't get fucking five new shows a month on HBO. <laughs> you know, like even on Peacock, they're not giving you five brand new TV series a month on their fucking shit. Outside of like, you know, shit that's also airing on NBC. You know, like, yeah, but they're pulling that from their network. So that's what you were, we were talking about earlier, Justin, where you mentioned earlier, the fact that they've got divested interests at every other streaming service, you know, whereas Netflix doesn't, they're streaming exclusive. Everyone else has their own fucking network or technically most of them own several networks. To be fair, like Paramount, I think technically owns a hundred different channels under the Paramount logo with the most prominent being CBS. You know, but they've also, they've done a really good job of Paramount Plus is the streaming service for Star Trek. You want new Star Trek content, you have to have Paramount Plus. Star Trek has a good fan base. Making your place the only place you can go for brand new Star Trek, not a bad place to set up. Yeah, that's fair. You know? And that's what Netflix needs to do. Netflix needs to find some properties and stuff like that that have big fan bases that are underutilized and dive into them. And they're not Amazon. They've got a fucking Lord of the Rings movie coming out or Lord of the Rings TV series coming out. They've got a wheel of time series coming out, which is another fucking fantasy. Fuck not crazy thing. Actually, I think that already started. I don't know. Um, you know, they're, they're tapping into those, uh, uh, markets like I said Paramount Par- got Halo didn't Paramount get Halo Paramount got Halo yeah and they're tapping into fan bases Netflix yeah. like I said isn't outside of fan bases that are fleeting fan bases yeah fucking Tiger King had a huge ass fan base when it came out then they decided to wait fucking two years before they did another one and guess what nobody fucking watched it yeah, because that's the thing about and and I don't mean this in a bad way. That's the thing about trash TV. You can't give breaks with trash TV. You have to constantly be showing, hey, this is trash. And I, and I watch it. Don't get me wrong. I love Below Deck on Paramount. Oh, it's or on 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 Peacock. Below Deck is a fantastic show, and it's garbage, garbage television. But guess what? There's like fucking ten seasons of that shit on there. So I I don't have to ever take a break. If I want to watch non-step fucking garbage, it's there. But you can't do that with Tiger King. It was garbage TV. But you gave it a two-year break? Who gives a fuck at that point? I've moved on to different garbage. I've watched other people's lives fall apart. I no longer care about those. This is America. You've got to get my time. Like, my attention span for people's lives sucking... About 30 seconds. Can we take a two-year break? And I didn't even like Tiger King. And I know you waited too damn long. Because I honestly thought we were still waiting on Tiger King 2. I I found out like a month and a half later that it actually already came out. I'm like, oh shit. I didn't even know that that came out. 
Because no one talked about it because no one gave a fuck. That's what happens, though, when you just follow analytics. You're not prepared, like you said, Justin, to adapt. You're looking at past trends instead of looking at new trends. <laughs> so by the time you got a hit, sometimes you're too late to get the next part of it rolling. You know, like they are damn lucky that Stranger Things is good. Because it's been three years since the last Stranger Things came out. Ultimately, I think I think it's been about three years since the last Stranger Things came out. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Yeah, because it's 2019 when Stranger Things the last one came out. Three fucking years. Who the fuck waits three years for another? And also, I think another thing too that I think is starting to be the backlash of binge television, of throwing a whole season up at once. What happened with like Game of Thrones over 10, 10 episodes for a season? That was 10 weeks of people talking about your show. Yeah. On Netflix, you get it all at once. You get maybe three or four weeks of people talking about your show. Because you have the people that first watch it and then they tell some people and then they're like, oh, and then they watch yeah, it and then they tell some true. people. So you get some word of mouth. So it's not like it's just one week. But you don't get 10. And I think one of the things that Netflix can do to adapt to that, I think it might be what they're doing with Stranger Things. Splitting some of their big A-list property flagship shows, splitting them up into like a few months apart. Because that buys you a few extra weeks of people looking forward to this show again and talking about it for a little bit longer. Because outside of that, you don't have much staying power with a lot of stuff. Especially not in this world. Not with TikTok. TikTok trends go from week to week. And I watch a lot of TikTok. I really do. I love TikTok. I think it's utterly fascinating. I can't keep up with those fucking trends. Because based on your own fucking algorithm with what your for you page comes and goes. If you miss something because you're just what you the content you typically watch doesn't have come across one of those trends. You don't ever know what happens. By the time you might see one of those videos. Might be a month later. You're like, oh, that's not even a trend anymore. Netflix isn't keeping up with that. And it's really kind of sad that. In this day and age, the old school model of television companies with how they would do shows and stuff like that is kind of now beating Netflix again, which maybe shows that maybe that that was kind of the tried and true formula that Netflix was shaking up for a while. Now it's kind of biting them in the ass. You know? Yeah. Because also with their model, whenever you put something all at once, say they put a the season one of a show out there, they put it all at once, and maybe it doesn't latch on at the beginning. Maybe not a lot of people watch it. And so they're like, no, nah, we're not going to do a season two. But maybe like a year later, somehow like it, it ends up picking up. Because maybe somebody in that show gets famous for a movie. And somebody goes like, oh, look, I'll watch that show. It's only a season. Then maybe it becomes big, but now they can't they can't capitalize on it anymore. Because 
is so condensed with how they release it. But maybe if it was spread out over 10 weeks, then maybe this movie that came out would invigorate it during its runtime. Or maybe you could give it five weeks after it ends to then judge it, which gives you a 15-week total to really look at whether or not the show's successful instead of the four weeks because you came out all at once and you got about a four-week time. You know, it's, it's, it's starting to really become apparent that the Netflix model I don't necessarily think is sustainable anymore. Because there's a reason why all the other streaming services, some of them did some binge stuff in the beginning, but they all kind of stopped doing that. None of the other streaming services dropped full seasons at once. Netflix was kind of the only one. Now, there are some shows that I might wait for it to all air because and typically at this point that like, that's kind of how I was operating for a long time. But now I'm kind of back to loving weekly television, you know, like moon nights coming out on Wednesdays right now. It's kind of fun to look forward to a Wednesday. Kind of forgot what that was like to go. Oh shit. New episode on Wednesday. All right. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of fun. I forgot that. I really did. I forgot kind of how fun appointment television can be. You know, especially when it's only semi-strict appointment. It's not like it used to be where if you didn't watch that shit at 8 p.m., man, you had to wait like a fucking month and a half before it to be on a rerun or something. But now, yeah, like I just get to look forward to a day here and there. That's kind of fun. Forgot about that. So, no, no. Yeah. You guys got any more thoughts about this? I don't think so. No. I think I'm good. All right. Well, like I said, guys, that was just our quick little bonus episode, kind of adding just some extra context is one of the things we talked about that kind of a week and a half, or like two weeks after we talked about it, kind of had a big change real quick. So just kind of wanted to you know, talk about that a little bit since we didn't get to then. So. All right, thanks for listening to this bonus episode. Here's the music. Well, I should do it just because I always do it. Just remember, according to Justin, Moon Knight is the best picture winner. <laughs> oh, man, I thought I was going to escape. I not say it. I can't say it. The TikToks and podcast. I don't do it. Somebody will listen to me. I knew this was my Nobody moment to escape. You. you just had to remember. Alright, I'm ready. Yeah. No, I did. 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 I don't cut them up. I know some people cut up their stuff. Anytime I do a TikTok, it is straight. If I do a minute long TikTok, I do one minute, like all off the cuff. It might be like the ninth time I've tried because I fucked it up or whatever, but I do it all straight at once. I don't cut in or edit any of those. So I was like, nope. We are above bar here. <laughs> I'm like, I am re-recording this. I could have just even recorded myself saying that and then added it to it and ended it. I was like, nope. Recording the whole thing over again because I put in that tag at the end. 
<laughs> Man, so. I guess I appreciate the dedication of it all. Yeah. <laughs> I almost did. Dude, I was reaching for the purple button. I was going, I was like, no, I can't. Into the podcast. <laughs> so. All right, I'm out. <laughs>